Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Jordan Stoltz with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Today's a workout Wednesday. I'm talking about the chest. A lot of guys' favorite muscle group to train the chest, the pecs, the boobs, the moobs, whatever you want to call them. Talking about how to train that today, my top five exercises, a few considerations in training, possibly a shorter episode today. I'll see you guys on Friday as well for a Foodie Friday. Thank you to everyone who's left reviews. We have 31 reviews right now on iTunes. If you have not left a review, if you're a new listener, please go leave a review on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. It would really help the show, and you'll be entered in to a drawing for free Rogue Fitness mini bands, which are a staple in my workout and should be in your workouts. You'll be in that drawing if we hit 40 reviews, so be sure to go leave a review and just put your name in the hat for those mini bands. Thank you to everyone who listens to the show. Welcome to our new listeners. Thank you for making this show a success. It means a ton that you spend this time with me three times a week. Let's get down to the show. I'm Jordan. This is the Triple F Podcast. It's a workout Wednesday. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. It is Jordan Stoltz, and I am back with a workout Wednesday. I told you I'd be back on Wednesday. I told you that on Monday, and I am. I'm here on Wednesday for one of my favorite days of the week, which is Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. On Workout Wednesdays, I talk fitness tips, fitness advice, and give you some workout examples you can put into your own training plans. If you're new to the show, I come out with three episodes a week, Motivation Monday, which is all motivation, lifestyle, productivity stuff, and then it's Workout Wednesday, which is today. You'll get a good grasp on that after this episode. Friday is Foodie Friday, where I talk diet, nutrition, good topic going into the weekend. Today, I'm talking about the chest. I'm talking about how to train the chest, just some training considerations with the chest, and my top five exercises for that muscle group. This is a style that I like doing with Workout Wednesdays, is kind of picking a body part, going through, but guess what, guys? I'm running out of body parts, so I need some questions. I need you guys to head on over to triplefpodcast.com, and I need you to leave a comment on this episode with your fitness questions. It doesn't have to be related to this episode, just any questions. Go leave a comment, ask me a question. It can be easy, it can be difficult. No question is a stupid question. Just go ask it on triplefpodcast.com for this post, and I'll answer it in episodes, so I want to make these episodes kind of evolve into a question and answer kind of episodes, so I'll answer your fitness questions on Wednesday, your nutrition questions on Friday, your lifestyle questions on Monday. That's kind of the style I want to evolve this podcast into. I have a lot of content at first, but I do want to evolve into questions, so go leave me a question at triplefpodcast.com. You're creating more content for me. You're making it easier on me to make this podcast, and you're going to get your specific question answered, so you're going to create your ideal episode, basically. Go do that uh, after this show is over. That's www.triplefpodcast.com. 
Podcast.com. Workout Wednesday. So I wanted to touch on with the chest. The first thing I want to talk about was women versus men with the chest. Now, I think everybody should train the chest, even women. And I mean, that's just really for a balanced physique, right? I think men in general will press more than they pull. They'll work chest more than they work the back. That's just very common in gyms. You know, a lot of bench pressing, a lot of dumbbell pressing, a lot of push-ups and stuff like the military. I did want to touch on that I think women should train chest just to keep a balanced physique, to be strong all around. And the chest really has a lot of good, those movements used for chest will have really great secondary benefits on things like shoulders and arms, which I know are important to most women. For men, I need you guys to pull more than you push, okay? So you're going to want to pull almost twice as much as you push in your workouts. That means adding more back exercises in compared to the chest exercises. And definitely when you pull, pull horizontally like a row to your chest a lot more than vertically, more than pull-ups. That's just going to keep your shoulders healthy, your posture perfect. Those are just some quick things I wanted to touch on. Another thing to touch on here is the upper chest versus middle chest versus lower chest. That's like common terminology in bodybuilding and just physique training, I guess, in common workout advice is, you know, incline press works the upper chest, decline works the lower chest, flat bench works the middle chest. Technically, no, it's all the pec muscles. So you have in your chest, the pectoralis major and the pectoralis minor, which are the two muscles that make up your pectoral muscles. And any kind of bench press is going to work those muscles. You might be focusing on certain areas of the fibers, but really what it's going to come down to is the shoulder involvement. So if you're doing an incline dumbbell press, you are more involving, you're more involving the shoulders, the upper chest, I guess, but really it's just that you're working the chest and the shoulders and you're pressing at that angle. Changing the angle is going to just change which muscle fibers in your pec are really contracting the hardest. So to keep that in mind that all these variations work the chest and really the upper lower chest thing kind of a myth but it does it does factor in but there's just not separate muscle groups i just wanted to touch on that that you're not thinking of the pecs as separate muscle groups you can train them differently but it is one large muscle as far as training the chest volume is something i talk about a lot volume and frequency you're getting a lot of volume in you're getting a lot of sets a lot of reps for chest that's not as important as some of the other muscle groups so i think back is one of the most important that you're getting volume and frequency in arms stuff like that smaller muscle groups the chest really is okay with once per week so i usually recommend once per week the chest responds well to heavy training it responds well to stretched position those are the two factors that really create a good strong chest being strong in a stretched position so think of like the bottom of a bench press where you're stretched maybe the bottom of a dumbbell fly where your chest is stretched and then heavy training so working up to heavy weight with bench press incline press these movements i'm going to go over 
uh, with my top five exercises. Those are the two considerations for chest that I really wanted to touch on is that training them with high volume, lots of sets, high reps, that's going to create a pump, but you're not really going to grow the chest. You need to become strong in the movements for a good defined chest. And everyone wants a flat they want, you know, pecs, men want pecs, but you don't want the moobs, you don't want saggy or anything like that. The key there that I want to touch on is low body fat. So if you're growing your chest, you want to have low body fat. High body fat plus a strong big chest will equal feminine looking body parts on men. So be sure that you have a low enough body fat that your muscles really show through. You don't have layers of fat covering that. Just a few things to touch on. When you train the chest, I'll go over these in my top five exercises as well, but I want you guys to use compound movements primarily. All right. There's isolation movements, which means you're isolating a single muscle group, such as for the chest, you could think of a dumbbell fly where you're laying on the bench, you're, rate, you're lowering those dumbbells down to the fly position and bringing them back in. You're isolating just your chest, not really any secondary muscle groups that are really working and growing in that movement. Those really aren't the most bang for your buck exercises. Only really advanced people even need to do those. They won't add a lot to your training. The best use of your time, the best use of your energy is going to be compound movements, which means multiple muscle groups are being used, such as in a push-up. You can feel that in your arms, shoulders, and chest, or bench press in your chest and shoulders. Uh, Maybe it's a dip. You can feel that in your shoulders and triceps especially, also your chest. These things are just, you're really getting more muscle activation throughout your body, your teaching your body to work as a whole, which is super important. And you're just not wasting time trying to isolate each single muscle group. I usually, when I make workouts for people, have the chest being trained on like a day that I would call a push day. So you're working your chest, shoulders, and triceps. So if you could pair exercises that work all three of those, that would be perfect. That's the best way to train the chest. Get strong on those compound movements. You'll definitely see good development in your chest and you'll be able to really perform well in any other movement if you become strong in the compound ones. Stuff Jordan loves. I'm just about to get in my top five exercises, so I wanted to do a Stuff Jordan loves about training, about chest training. It is it is a workout Wednesday, so it just makes sense that I should do something fitness for my stuff Jordan loves. My stuff Jordan loves today are rings. Okay, so gymnastic rings, and I also want to throw in the TRX suspension trainer or the jungle gym suspension trainer. These things all kind of serve the same purpose. You can do the same kind of exercises. I like rings a lot. I use rings a lot when I have access to them just because the versatility of them and Something I really love about rings, you'll see why I really prescribe rings later on, but one reason I say rings are better than bars for stuff like dips, maybe even pull-ups, is because of the fluidity of it. So you're able to rotate the rings just you know, clockwise, counterclockwise. You're able to move them wider, closer as you do the movement. This really helps work your 
whatever you're working your back or your chest in the perfect way and you're also really helping your shoulder health which you know is really important and I talk about a lot so you're helping your shoulders by not locking yourself into a position just like I recommend squats with a free bar not in a smith machine it's the same thing why lock in your movement on like a pull-up when you could do your uh pull up on something that could move like rings or a jungle gym these things are super versatile they're very portable you could put rings in your gym bag carry them with you you could hook them up at the park do some ring training you could maybe even have a gym that has rings they're very versatile and you can use them for so many different things basically every body part except i'd say legs could use rings Great for abs, great for arms, great for chest, great for back. I definitely recommend if you're serious about training and you're already decently strong on stuff like pull-ups and push-ups to get into ring training if you like body weight movements. So master those movements first, get good at dips and push-ups and pull-ups, and then try to add rings into your workouts and it'll get so much harder. You'll feel way more exhausted at the end of a bodyweight workout if you include rings. I like wooden rings. If you're going to go looking for rings, I definitely recommend wooden ones just because uh, they won't wear and tear as much as the plastic ones, and they're definitely very solid. They feel great on your hands, really comfortable. I have the ones from Rogue Fitness just because I like that company, and there's a lot of places that sell wooden rings, though. I recommend getting into that. Kind of an advanced tool, but something I definitely love. Stuff Jordan loves. Workout Wednesday. All right, back with the Workout Wednesday. I'm ready to dive into my top five exercises for the chest. I touched on some things about training, about using compound movements, training heavy, getting strong, that everyone should train chest. Men really need to train back more than chest to balance things out. And I wanted to touch on that one more time as far as the pushing versus pulling because chest is such a popular muscle group to train. You'll see everybody bench pressing on Mondays and you'll see lots of people working the chest because it's a mirror muscle, right? Your biceps, chest, abs, those are the things you see in the mirror. You don't see the back muscles. However, forward shoulder posture, rounded back, you know, your head is forward that posture is super common in our society and that's terrible you want to have that straight posture you want to have your shoulders back training chest a lot is going to promote the opposite it's going to promote that forward head shoulders rounded forward kind of posture be sure you're pulling a lot be sure you're offsetting your be sure you're offsetting your chest work with rear delt work and back work so rows rear delt flies, face pulls. These are the things, band pull-aparts also, these are the things that are going to help counteract the pushing you're doing because pushing is going to promote your shoulders going forward. Be sure you're promoting more often your shoulders being squeezed back. That'll create healthy shoulders, better posture, better mobility, just better health in general. Kind of take care of that forward posture. I wanted to touch on that again because I don't think anybody should go crazy with the chest training. All, always balance it out, and you'll always need to do more pulling than the pushing. My exercise number one is based on my stuff Jordan loves. It is ring push-ups. Now, I could have put just normal push-ups in. I think push-ups are a great exercise. Weighted push-ups, push-ups with bands, great ways to resist the push-ups. Even push-ups for reps I like. 
However, most people probably listening to the show can do push-ups. Most people probably don't have too much of a problem knocking out 10, 20 push-ups at least. And I like ring push-ups for for three reasons. Number one, it makes it more difficult. So you're, uh, you're, you try them and you'll see it's very, very difficult. You get deeper into that stretch position with the rings than you would just on the floor and it takes a lot more stability in the shoulders. Very difficult to do ring push-ups. If you can do 20 push-ups body weight, you'd be lucky to even do 8 to 10 push-ups with rings. Great tool for making the resistance harder on body weight exercises without just throwing a ton of weight on your back. Reason number two I like ring push-ups is uh, the ab work you get with it. So it really creates, like I said, unstable shoulders, which you really have to brace that core. You really have to work your abs as a secondary muscle group, which I think is great. Number three is not just shoulder, not just shoulder um, work, not just shoulder stability, but shoulder, let's say activation. So I guess you're really working your shoulders a lot in the ring push-ups because they are so unstable. I wanted to add that in as a separate one. And you're really creating healthy shoulders because of that. With the rings being able, just like I said, the stuff Jordan loves, you're able to rotate them, you're able to widen them, narrow them. These things are going to help your shoulder. You'll be able to get in the position that's most friendly for your shoulders, most friendly for your wrists because they're neutral. They're not going to be bent at 90 degrees. They're most, you can switch them out for what's most friendly on your elbows as far as moving the rings forward and backwards. Very flexible in how you want to use this exercise. I love ring push-ups. You'll probably want to set them up low. You can even do this with a TRX or Jungle Gym, which are the two suspension trainers I like. Set the rings or Jungle Gym or TRX low. Put your feet up on something, and then you're going to go into that push-up position. Be sure to keep your ribs down so you're keeping your back flat and not arching and not letting it sag you want to keep that core nice and tight ring push-ups will definitely expose any weaknesses you have in that compound movement so if you have a weak chest you won't be able to get yourself out of the deep position in the rings if you have weak shoulders you'll probably fall on your face and if you have weak arms it'll be very shaky you'll be very shaky trying to lock out the push-up if you have weak abs you'll start sagging it's a very good diagnosing exercise for that compound movement love ring push-ups and i definitely recommend them next one is the incline dumbbell press i chose this as one of my top exercises because of what i talked about at the beginning about upper chest no it's not a separate muscle group but yes you can activate that part of the chest more and i like incline press i think everyone prefers as far as a physique is concerned prefers a good upper chest compared to lower chest as far as the development throughout the pec muscle and incline press will also secondarily work the front of the shoulder which is great i like incline presses with dumbbells the most because you're able you know to rotate the dumbbells in save your shoulders a little bit and really just uh, get a little deeper in the movement because incline press, you get a nice stretch at the bottom of that movement. Pretty simple movement, but a great one. Definitely should be a staple in everyone's training. Most of the time I have 
uh, clients and stuff like that start out with incline presses before they go into bench presses. It's a good way to pre-fatigue the chest, to focus on the area you want to, and you're really really doing a friendly sh- a shoulder-friendly exercise before a not-friendly exercise like the barbell bench press. Speaking of the barbell bench press, that's my third exercise, but I'm not just talking the flat bench like you always see people doing where you're just bench pressing you know, that's a classic bench press, flat bench down your chest and up. I'm not talking that. I'm talking slight decline or incline barbell bench press. So you're still using the barbell. You're still doing the compound movement. You're still going to want to get really strong on that. However, throw one or two 45 pound plates under either side of the bench. This is going to raise or lower your head basically. So it's going to increase or decrease the angle of the bench so that's just going to save your shoulders that's just a sneaky technique to have the barbell bench press be more shoulder friendly because it hurts a lot of people's shoulders this is one of those compound exercises though that you need to get strong at so increase your bench press at a slight decline or incline and i mean slight like you know only a couple inches off the ground just to change up the variation always change up the angle of the bench, this is really going to be a great technique to save your shoulders and keep you bench pressing long term because that is the go-to chest exercise. It is the most compound that it gets, arguably. I do tell people to do bench press as long as you know how to do it properly. Be sure your elbows are tucked into your sides. Be sure you're not flaring your elbows out too much. Be sure your grip's not too wide. And just be sure you keep a tight arch in your back. You're not flat because that's going to put a lot more stress in your shoulders. Chest training is all about the shoulders. It's all about promoting good posture. And that's something I really recommend if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say that. If you're pretty lost about how to do proper form, how to save your shoulders when you're working the chest, how to balance your chest training with back and shoulder training. You need to see a trainer or a coach just to just to show you these things. You can even just pick someone's brain at the gym just to show you how just to show you how it's done to protect the shoulders. If you ask someone at the gym, be sure to tell them that Jordan from the Fitness Food and Freedom podcast sent you. Exercise number four are ring dips. So very similar to ring push-ups, only this time your ring is going to be higher up. And you're going to jump up there, you're going to have your arms locked, you're going to be above the rings, and you're going to do a dip. If you are not good at bar dips already, where you have two parallel straight bars and you're doing dips, you're going to have to get good at those first. You're going to have to be able to do anywhere from 10 to 20 would be the point you could probably start ring dips. Ring dips are super advanced probably the most advanced exercise I've ever put in one of these top five lists because they're very unstable. If you've never done them before, it's super hard to even hold that locked arm position at the top, let alone control yourself on the way down. You're getting a ton of shoulder stability work. You're getting a ton of chest work as you try to press out of that hole because you can really lean forward and move your hands however you like them. Ring dips are a great exercise. No exercise is going to show you it's, no exercise is going to change your body if you're an intermediate person training like ring dips will. 
great exercise, great stimulation on the chest and shoulders and triceps. However, it is advanced. So be sure you're really strong in the other movements and in normal dips before you even mess with ring dips. My fifth exercise I put as cable flies and I put an asterisk there that says sometimes. So you don't want to do cable flies as your main movement. Remember I said stick to the compound movements, stick to the ones that are the most bang for your buck. However, if you want to finish with some isolation work for your chest, you want a little extra chest work, cable flies are a great exercise. That's with two handles. You're having your pecs stretched at the end of the movement your arms are out wide and you're bringing those handles together like you're giving a big hug to somebody that's a cable fly great way to finish off the chest kit great way to get some isolation in there i would also throw as like a tie for exercise number five even though it's not a chest specific exercise i would throw in the rear delt fly the back of the shoulders anything like face pulls or band pull aparts as well that would help balance that shoulder and help balance your body from the pressing you're going to be doing with these exercises in a workout. That's just important, super important to balance your chest work. My exercise number five, I guess I'd say cable flies. Just do these with higher reps and at the end of your workout, don't put importance on these. These are just kind of to finish yourself off if you need to do some isolation work. So that's my top five list. Number one, ring push-ups. Number two, incline dumbbell press. Number three, the barbell bench press with a slight decline or incline. Number four, ring dips, an advanced exercise. And number five, sometimes cable flies, but be sure to balance out your chest work with rear delt work and pulling. Those are my top five, and this is a workout Wednesday. Hopefully that really opened your eyes about some chest training ideas, how to structure a workout. You'd want to put your most compound movements first, kind of work down to those isolation movements, finish off with some rear delt work and pulling just to balance yourself out. Hopefully you have a good idea of what chest exercises are good ones, how to do them to have safe safe, healthy shoulders, and just what is important when you're training the chest. Everyone needs to get strong in pushing. Everyone needs to get strong in compound movements like the bench press, incline press, and the other ones I mentioned. Hopefully that helped. If you have any questions, go over to triplefpodcast.com. Leave a question as a comment on the post that's going to have this show title, Workout Wednesday, Top 5 Chest Exercises. Thank you for listening, everybody. I'm Jordan Stoltz. I'll be back on Friday with a Foodie Friday. Thank you for listening and for reviewing the show if you've done so. Thank you for subscribing and welcome to our new listeners. I'm signing off. I'll see you guys on Friday where it's a Foodie Friday. This has been one of my favorite days, Workout Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.